0: Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm Andrea, and this is the Create Bravely podcast, where we hope to encourage and inspire you to be your creative self. Happy World Creativity and Innovation Day! What is World Creativity and Innovation Day, Sarah?
1: Well, it's a UN designated day. April 21st is World Creativity and Innovation Day, and it's to raise awareness of the role of creativity and innovation in all aspects of human development. Let me read you something on their website. So they say, United Nations says, the World Creativity and Innovation Day, the world is invited to embrace the idea that innovation is essential for harnessing the economic potential of nations. Innovation, creativity, and mass entrepreneurship can provide new momentum for economic growth and job creation. It can expand opportunities for everyone, including women and youth, It can provide solutions to some of the most pressing problems such as poverty eradication and the elimination of hunger. We're celebrating World Creativity and Innovation Day by putting out our very first episode of the Create Bravely podcast where we actually do a challenge.
0: And I'm kind of nervous about this challenge. We've encouraged you guys um, to take the creativity types quiz and we've had our family, our coworkers, our boss take this quiz. And it's, you know, the quiz is, is a way to look at our creative types. Maybe before we go into it, like, Sarah, what is the actual definition of creativity?
1: Right. Yes. I, I always like to start, you know, like professional development and things like that with just talking about what is creativity? What does creativity mean to you? It's actually really fun to hear different people's ideas of creativity, because we all kind of have our own sense of, of what it means. When we're talking about creativity, uh, first, I'll share the the sort of standard research definition, right? Because creativity is a field of research in the psychological research. When you're researching creativity, you have to know what it is that you're looking for. What are you talking about? So in general, Creativity is twofold. It's this idea that it's something that's novel. So something that's new, hasn't existed before. And then also that it's it's useful in some way, or, you know, some people like to use the word effective or valuable. Uh, you know, it, it serves some purpose. Novel and useful. That's what creativity is. I like it because it's like creativity is anywhere and everywhere. You know, when you think of it like that, that A lot of people like to think about art as creative because it is, Mm -hmm. but it's not the only thing that's creative because anything novel and useful is creative. You know, when we have teachers, we like to make like a word cloud together where everyone gets to kind of put, throw their ideas out and, and we see what kind of ideas they have for, for creativity. So often we'll see the word unique. Show up real big on the screen because lots of people recognize creativity as something unique. Or we'll see freedom, fun, out of the box. At a recent one that we did, Taylor Swift was prominently in that word cloud, and so it's it's kind of fun to see, you know, people's own definitions. Do you have? a personal definition of creativity, Andrew?
0: I like to have my standard textbook definitions of things and I go off of that, but I'm going to force myself to think differently. And when you were talking about how creativity is bringing something you know, new and novel and whatnot, I do a lot of baking. Baking is... Right. Baking, cooking, that is what I love to do. My husband like tries to limit the amount of sugar he takes in. So a lot of processed sugar. So a lot of the baking that I do forces me to say, well, okay, what sugar can I get from like adding bananas into something versus just adding refined sugar? So there's a take Mm -hmm. on creatively making something that tastes good, I guess, um, but also looking at what I have and how can I make it different to fit the situation that I'm in. So I do it a lot with baking
1: yeah, I love that. And that's like an example of creativity being anywhere, mm-hmm. right? That's an example that I like to use with people that especially don't think they're creative because a, teachers are creative all the time because you never know what's going to happen in a classroom when you've got twenty five kids., uh, but we're also creative in our everyday lives. You know, when you when you go to the pantry and you're missing an ingredient or you've only got three things and you got to turn that into dinner or, Uh, You know, there are lots of ways that we can be creative and that's, that's one of them. So that's one way that you are creative, which is awesome. My personal definition of creativity, I actually had to create one for the courses that I was doing when I was getting my master's degree. So I like to think of creativity as seeing new possibilities. I love the word possibilities because it's like, there, there are infinite possibilities out there. So when you can see these possibilities, that's creative. But then also making them happen. Mm. You know, you've got to, you've got to give a, a creative idea legs to actually create something that's novel and useful. That's creative. So seeing new possibilities and making them happen is kind of my definition there. I. Not as much of a baker. Sometimes I bake, and then I send a picture to Andrea oh. so that she and they're amazing cakes. I did. I did make a cake. I made a cake for my birthday, and it was pretty, and it tasted good too, which is the more important part. But I also like to be creative uh, in making music. I like to play ukulele. But probably where I'd say you know, and we're both writers, and we're creative in our work, of course. Where I find myself being creative the most is in my relationship with my kids. So like my my parenting, so much of parenting is trying to uh, elicit cooperation from young people that <laughs> can be very tricky at times. Finding fun, novel ways to do that and to interact with them is one of my favorite outlets for creativity, I'd say.
0: And you're also inspiring your kids to then become creative. Like I think about I don't know. I don't have children. I have cats. I say this all the time, but I think about when I was a kid and both my parents are creative in their own way. And I think about the times where we had to do dioramas. Dioramas were a huge thing when I was a kid. Like you read a book, you create a diorama. Yes. And my dad would always
1: So many shoeboxes. So
0: well, in our house, my dad's like, let's not do shoeboxes. And he so he created this challenge for us where we did pizza boxes and so my I did one where it was like I can't even remember the book but it was a story in a pizza box and you lift it up and that that was my diorama and then the next time we had to do it it was about space and my dad's like what if you don't open the box what if you look into it and we have lights coming into it and this is the 80s where there's not like led lights that you can just buy at target yeah and I remember him, my father, creating these challenges where he would just create the challenge and then I had to figure out how to make it work. It, it forced me to think differently. And so now when I'm looking at different scenarios we have in our house where I was like, okay, I don't want to have a, best example, I really did not want to have this old hutch that we had in our house to store China. I wanted to have something different, but I didn't know what it was, but I knew I didn't want to have a hutch. And so I said to my husband, okay. I was like, what can we do where I don't have to have this old looking China hutch? It was a way my husband was like, well, maybe we can have floating shelves, but I want to have it this style. And we came up with all these different ideas and it brought me back to when I was a kid. And my parents were like, well, I'm I'm creating these parameters for you. Try to create within within that. Think about what you're doing yeah. with your kiddos. They're going to be... I." I-
1: Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a cool idea because a lot of times people think that creativity means there are no constraints, Mm -hmm. but really constraints are uh, often where creativity comes from. You know, you got to work within, within some kind of boundaries and you got to figure, figure it out within those. So, all right. Our
0: our challenge.
1: challenge. Okay. So this is a creative types quiz Mm -hmm. by Adobe at Adobe of creative cloud, Photoshop, We all know Adobe, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, So this creative types quiz, uh, why don't don't you read to us what the website says about it?
0: This is so long. You're making me read this long thing. Everyone has a creative type. What's yours? The creative types test is an exploration of the many faces of the creative personality. Based in psychology research, the test assesses your basic habits and tendencies, how you think, how you act how you see the world to help you better understand who you are as a creative answer these 15 questions and you'll gain a deeper understanding of your motivations plus insight into how to maximize your natural gifts and face your challenges
1: all right so it says it's based in psychology research and you know it also says that we all have a little bit of every type in us uh, that kind of thing so this is not like a peer-reviewed psychometric measure this, this is for fun. This is, you know, it's not quite the, um, Buzzfeed, what character from the office are you? Um, but, (laughs) um, but it's, it's, it's a for fun kind of thing. Now the test designer is Carolyn Gregoire. I'm not sure I'm saying her name. Right. But she's, she's a writer. She has written a lot about creativity and, and psychology. And and she's written for, you know, like uh, the Harvard Business Review and, and prestigious publications. So um, she's also written a book with Scott Barry Kaufman, who's a creativity researcher. So, you know, she's familiar with creativity. And uh, so, you know, kind of this is based on her knowledge, which is great. But it is still just kind of a, a for fun kind of thing. This isn't like this is definitely who you are and who you will always be kind of thing. We're, we're doing it for fun. Her website says that over 7 million people have taken it. And it also won a Webby award in 2020 because it's actually
0: a really beautiful test. So let, let's go to it. What, what, where do we go? Mycreativetype.com. Wasn't Webby the name of the young duck on DuckTales? Wasn't her name Webby? Webby hey, Remember DuckTales? Wasn't that Huey, Dewey, and Louie? No, no, they had.
1: We're we're gonna date ourselves. Yeah, but real then fast on this
0: they side. had a nanny, and the nanny had a little girl, and then there was a caveman duck. Was it?
1: Oh wow! I think you watched more Duck. I'm gonna look I it did. up. I could sing you the theme song, but I'm not going to.
0: I heard about music. Oh, but I don't. I don't. I think know her name was Webigail and they called her Webby.
1: More on that next time. I love it. Okay. I think that's unrelated to the Internet Webby Award. Maybe. But maybe not. Okay. All right. So the URL, we're at mycreativetype.com. A lot of cool designers worked on this test. There are like little videos and stuff that you get to see when you take, when you answer the questions. So, um, but Andrea and I personally have not yet taken the test. We're going to take it right now. Uh, We're not going to say what we choose, I think, for each question so that way we don't influence each other or the people that are uh, taking it along with us okay so i think they're all in the same order i have when traveling you always need a destination or direction and then you're supposed to choose one of those two that's what what i
0: have and i just chose
1: oh very satisfying little video in between
0: my brain spends more time in the zone or zoning out
1: are are we going with like our our automatic answer are we like i think you gotta go with your
0: automatic gut answer if you overthink it then you're in the zone or zoning out
1: i tend to see life through the lens of systems or stories
0: it's kind of funny with these i'm like i know what i want to do but i know how i actually am
1: oh interesting
0: are you a ruler or a scribble
1: is this like a ruler, like a, a classroom tool?
0: I don't know. I think that's it. Maybe. You know, I'm horrible at measurement. Like, actually being <laughs> able to read a ruler.
1: Okay, I'd rather be in a cocoon or a beehive. Oh, gosh.
0: If anyone knows me, they know I have a tattoo of a bee. It's true. Oh, God. <laughs> Dip your toes or... Dip your toes or dive in head first. Oh, it's like, it it depends. I don't.
1: Because like when I was, you know, I I read a book by Ken Robinson. And when I was reading, I was like, wow, wouldn't it be great to be an expert in in creativity, to really know a lot about creativity. And then like from that thought process, I went on the internet and I just like searched for classes in creativity or you know how programs some something to learn about creativity and i found the creativity program that i ended up uh, like literally on a plane three weeks later to take these classes so that seems like a dive in but then other things i'm definitely more of a of a of a dip we're not
0: supposed to be giving our backstory to this sarah but okay. I I Just can chill. tell you when I made the career jump from leaving the newspapers to joining Fable vision, it was a four year career jump. <laughs> it was a okay, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. maybe okay, if that gives you a little hint into what my answer would be I don't
1: know. all right, my door is wide open, usually closed.
0: This is the next question I thought there was an error on my. <laughs> on my phone where it's like updates are ready to install and I was like oh crap I'm in the middle <laughs> uh
1: that was the easiest question for me to answer
0: what the updates are ready to install or your wide open doors Yes. yeah
1: no the updates are ready to install I know exactly what I usually of okay. about
0: my first question is always why or how sometimes I think it could be both right and i guess in a sense one. it's like how, when you're asking why it's like why or is it why you know like it could be dismissive mm. or it could be
1: i don't think of it no, as that way in this you think about context.
0: the way people phrase
1: like why are things the way they are yeah. or how, how how do you
0: do something secret weapon curiosity curiosity or endurance, or endurance. Every time I see the word curiosity, I think about there was this uh, math teacher I had in eighth grade and the way he approached math, because we were all in different levels of math at that point, and I was at the lowest level. And he realized that if he got his different classes to come together in a challenge, and each week he would pose a different challenge. It was called the the Stargate challenge because of the movie Stargate. He would pose a challenge, you created a ship, you went through and you had to learn different math things. But I was working with people who were in advanced math and I was in the low math. And at the end, the answer of completing it was curiosity. Like you have to be curious to explore math. You have to be curious to go more. So every time I see curiosity, I think of Mr. Costa and his math challenge. Oh,
1: I love that. Teachers, they they really make some core memories for us, do yeah. All right, I'd rather talk to someone I just met or myself. I know what
0: you would answer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. This is the easiest one.
0: <laughs> when Sarah and I travel, I talk to every single person in the room. And Sarah's like, why? <laughs> and by the end, by the end of the day, I literally
1: have nothing left. And Andrea will still go talk to somebody. And I'm
0: like, how are
1: words still coming it's out the of the journalist
0: and me? I'm exhausted. It's the journalist in me. Everything is connected, true or false.
1: Oh, no. Are you a fortune cookie or a birthday
0: cake? Sarah, when you told me that there was a dessert question in this, I thought it was going to be like a donut or a muffin. Yeah. Remember the fortune cookie we got in Georgia from the Torrance Center?
1: Yes. Yeah. They had a the little um, creativity skills. Torrance's creativity skills inside of yeah, it. They did. All right. Creativity is more method or madness.
0: I tend to go over the top or under the radar.
1: All right, I think that was the last okay. one. Some of those were hard to decide. Yeah, We'll see if we feel like it's accurate.
0: And I also wonder if it's like one of those things where you take a quiz now and then four years from now you take it if it's completely different, you know? All right. Do you have your answer? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Okay. What are you? <laughs> I'm, I am the producer. Oh, we don't have a producer on the team
1: yet. Yeah. Out of everyone that has taken it on our team, nobody has been a producer. So thank goodness we have one because I feel like we should have one of everybody if possible. So what is the producer?
0: Do I have to read it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Strong leadership skills, ability to make things happen.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Untapped potential, balancing productivity with purpose. Ideal collaborator is the dreamer. I am the quintessential doer of all the creative types, people oriented, Analytical, pragmatic, and dynamic, I have a highly creative nature that is balanced by a grounded realism and a get-done attitude. In your eyes, an idea has real value only when it is turned into something that others can enjoy and benefit from. Yeah, I, I think this kind of hits hits me. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's awesome. <laughs> what did okay, you get? I am
1: the thinker. Which is called Ooh. Deep Thoughts, Big Question. Creative strengths are intellectual curiosity, ability to find and create meaning. My ideal collaborator is the adventurer. And it says, for the thinker, the examined life is truly the only one worth living. Ever the perpetual student, you experience the world as an endless opportunity for learning, discovery, and truth-seeking. That feels pretty accurate insatiable intellectual curiosity, quest for knowledge, inquisitive mind, your greatest gifts are your sense of wonder and depth of perception. Let's see, my biggest challenges are getting out of your head and learning to balance theory with practice. Uh, So yeah, that that feels feels pretty good. It says I should connect with the adventurer because of their infectious energy and playful spirit. But I don't think we have an adventurer on the team, do we? No. Let's talk about our team and also our Friends and family that that took this with us. We also did have Peter H Reynolds himself take this quiz, and so we'll reveal what his is as well. But if you are a listener and you are familiar with Peter H Reynolds, uh, we will give you one single guess to guess what his creative type is. But first, let's talk about our team. So yeah. we've got uh, several visionaries on our team, if I remember. We have a lot of
0: visionaries on our team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And so the visionary, let me click on because you can see each type here. So okay. the visionary, as we can guess, they are full of big ideas, ability to see potential and possibility everywhere. Their are ideal collaborators, the thinker. So that's good that I'm here. Yep. <laughs> and so they see the world of infinite possibilities, which is great. That's kind of like my definition of of creativity that I talked about. Yeah. They're charismatic and expressive. It's good. We need, we definitely need some of those on our team.
0: Say Paul Reynolds took it and got the visionary. So did Jane Right, Reynolds.
1: So Peter's, Peter's twin brother, Paul, and his sister, Jane, both got visionary.
0: Right. But Paul mentioned that he feels like he resonates more with a thinker, which is kind of interesting that like, you know, you're taking something, you're like, but I think I'm more of a thinker.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe he kind of balances out some of the the visionary you know like jane's visionary with mm. sort of some of because a visionary should work with a thinker mm-hmm. so maybe that's kind of he he pulls the thinker out in him based on who he's working with so then we've got our, our graphic designers yep one of them is a thinker like me catherine was also a thinker And and then Mary is a dreamer. So let's read a little bit about the dreamer. So the dreamer, the little thing that it says about the dreamer is the power of imagination unleashed, which seems like a great one for someone who does design. Mm -hmm. The dreamer's creative strengths are connection to emotions and imagination, empathy, and sensitivity. So where others see facts and figures, the dreamer sees symbols, metaphors, and hidden meanings. You're deeply emotional, intuitive, and have a vivid imagination. So did Mary feel like this described her? Yeah.
0: And then like thinking about, so we also took our love language test and this completely (laughs) fits with Mary. (laughs) We took our love language test at an airport in Georgia, no, in Tennessee. So this completely fits with Mary.
1: All right. So then we've got a couple other visionaries, Pauline and Deanna on our team are also visionaries. Then Peter... So now that we've given people time to guess what Peter might be, we will reveal that to nobody's surprise, Peter is the artist. The artist has the creative strength of the ability to bring ideas and concepts to life, which is Mm -hmm. what Peter does all day, every day. The little tagline is seeing beauty, creating beauty. The
0: artist's ideal collaborator is the producer. So good thing he's got you. It makes sense, like dreaming big to and then you need somebody to help shepherd it along.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah, because the artist is full of ideas and visions. It says you're at home in a state of
0: flow. It makes me think of their uh, Peter and Paul's book, Going Places, where you have Maya, who is an artist, like she dreams big, but you have Raphael who follows process. So if, if he was taking this quiz, I bet Raphael would be a producer
1: yeah oh, that's interesting to think about Peter's characters. You know, each one of the characters is like a little piece of Peter. Uh, and then it's like, you know, you can kind of see how they how they interplay. But yeah, you've got to have that kind of person that can dream and and bring artistic ideas to life, and then the mm. producer can can help make make things happen with those things. So I definitely think that that one describes Peter pretty well. So I also have my family members take this. My my husband, Ben, is also a thinker, uh, but my kids are are different. Rebecca is the visionary and Elijah is a maker. And we haven't actually had a, we don't have a maker on our team, do we?
0: No, but my husband took the test and he was a maker and that did not okay. surprise me.
1: <laughs> so the maker is committed to their craft. Their creative strengths are focus and dedication, ability to achieve mastery. And yes, I think that describes both my son and, and your husband. Yeah. Um, Really um, manifesting ideas and visions in three-dimensional form. Well, one of the hardest workers of all the types, Mm -hmm. almost always busy solving problems for sure a quiet type, you enjoy collaboration but generally prefer to work alone, your gifts of focus and dedication can lead to mastery. All these types are so so interesting and and great and you can really see how having people that see the world differently from each other can really help an organization or a group or a community to make creative things happen.
0: And I think when you know I mean from my perspective, like on my team, when I know what each person identifies as, as a creative, it helps me to say like, okay, how can we also encourage them to stretch their abilities in different ways, you know? And I wonder if that's something that would be beneficial in the classroom. Like if you had a class take the quiz and you found out, oh, I have a maker and a thinker, can we pair them together? You know, like, are there different pairings you could do based on people's creative skills?
1: not up. Yeah.
0: Well, I think
1: that that is, you know, even though this test is kind of just a, a silly little fun thing to do and not really how you are definitely defined, you know, don't, don't get put in a box by it or anything, but what it does and, you know, other quizzes that are like this is it, it really helps us to start to see each other and ourselves from a, a strength perspective, you know, like we are looking for what are you good at? What do you really enjoy? What what helps you to work the best? And, you know, whether you're in an organization or a classroom, that's how we should see each other. You know, if we all if we spend all day thinking about, well, you're not good at this and and you can't do this yet, then, you know, we're gonna, we're we're not gonna be able to tap into people's potential that way. Right. So uh, even if it's a silly way to do it, it's still helping us to really think about the, the strengths. And we'll probably talk about strengths in another episode of this podcast, because there are some other surveys and things that can really help you see what your strengths are. And and there are ones for kids too, that can really help you help you tap into people's potential. So this one helps to helps us to recognize the creativity in all of us. Um, <laughs> Aviva said that she shared it with her sister and her sister was like, I'm going to fail this quiz. <laughs> like, no, 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 you can't fail it. Everyone is creative. We're all creative in our own ways and we all have different strengths and that's the beauty of it because then we've got interdependence and we can count on each other for, for different things. And that's a great thing. So when we go into schools, that's, that's part of our message, right, is to see the strengths in others, see the creative strengths that we each have and the skills that we all have and use those, utilize those. And that's it. That's our challenge. We did it. And
0: um, so we would love to hear from you guys on what your results were. Were you surprised by what you learned? Or part of my brain is also going like, well, I wonder how I can stretch my creativity to start dipping into other traits other types yeah, other types
1: yeah we probably bounce around depending on the context as well and like who we're working with
0: yeah and... or time period in exactly. our exactly yeah that's it for today right yeah we'll be back we're we're here every other friday next episode we're going on a derive a derive a derive which this is what i'm nervous about <laughs> this is what sarah sarah's like what we'll do a quiz i'm like i love quizzes buzzfeed be this you know and then sarah's like we're gonna do a derive we encourage you guys to go along with us on this derive pop on over to our instagram our facebook um, and in the creativity circle to learn a little bit more of what it is yes
1: find us find us at fable learn on instagram and You can find a little bit more about what the dream is, but we'll of course talk about it in our next episode. If you try any of the creative challenges, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message. Maybe we'll play a clip on a future episode, you can also of course comment and chat with us on Instagram at fablelearn or go to thecreativitycircle.org and be part of our community there. Now get out there and
0: create bravely.